0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Blendish. We are your hosts. That's Robert.
1: That's Katie. And
0: we are Blendish. Blendish. (laughs) So for those of you who are listening in for the first time, this is a podcast about blended families and all the challenges, the beauties, the nuances, and everything in between, Mm -hmm. um, we we talk about all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is a Thanksgiving yeah. belated <laughs> episode. Yeah. Happy belated Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. You know, last week, I think we uh, we went live and we we spoke to um, the listeners and, you know, let, let them know we we're going to have a, a bye week that we didn't yeah. actually record last week uh, yeah. due to the holiday. So, hopefully, y'all enjoyed it and your families and, um Yeah.
0: Yeah, hopefully you enjoyed the holidays. Ours was um, a blended family holiday. As we promised all of those of you who uh, went live with us right before the holiday, Um, we promised we would tell you guys a little bit about what our first blended family Thanksgiving looked like. Mm -hmm. And this was actually the first holiday that we have spent together since Robert and I have been in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So that was a cool milestone. It was. Um, that we got to share. hmm And he was trying to go out of town and leave me yeah. on my own. And she she's like, can you please just stay?
1: You know, I'm going to tell y'all, so if y'all watched the Browns, today's Sunday. So if y'all watched the Browns today, they they had a great win. But me and uh, a couple buddies, my brothers, pretty much, they uh, we was going to meet up. We were going to meet up down in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, for the Browns and um, uh, Jacksonville game. but. Mm-hmm. It logistically it didn't work out, so we chalked it. But hopefully, you know they, you know we can go see them soon.
0: Yeah, you can go see them again on a different yeah. weekend. So this um this Thanksgiving weekend, so my mom recently got remarried, mm-hmm. and um her new husband is from South Carolina, so. Um, she has relocated down to South Carolina. So she was coming in from out of town because a lot of people who everybody knows my mother. If you're from Cleveland and if you, you watch know, my like, life, you, you know, my mother. <laughs> <laughs> um, So I just didn't want anyone to get confused when I was like, my mom was visiting from out of town. No, you're good. So for those of you who don't know, my mother did get re- get remarried. She came in from out of town with her new husband. And um, he's actually not new anymore they've been married for like two years now say, which yeah. is crazy
1: well that's still kind of like newlywed yeah. right two years yeah, yeah
0: they're still kind of in the newlywed zone <clears throat> yeah um so they came down and all of his family came down with her and they all stayed at my house so my house was jam-packed to the brim um yeah, <laughs> this holiday weekend but it was a really really fun time um Robert got to meet, he he knows my, my immediate family, like my mother and my brother and my um, father, my mm-hmm. stepfather, um, or I should say my bonus dad. Your bonus dad. What <laughs> did we hear that from? Oh, your yeah, mother yeah. was saying bonus, yeah. Right. That's
1: the first time I ever heard somebody say, I like it, uh, how she put that, but that was pretty dope. I never heard anybody say Yeah. bonus dad, sister, brother, cousin, but yeah. that's legit. But go ahead.
0: I've heard people say bonus mom, okay. like I'm bonus mom instead of stepmom 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 Mm -hmm. just sounds very like stark and it doesn't sound warm and friendly and fuzzy yeah i agree yeah but anyways um what was i saying i lost my train of thought
1: how uh your house was packed and yes yeah
0: um so robert got to meet my family for the first time what did you think of that
1: you know uh so it was um let's change the subject i think (laughs) 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 no uh, um i actually i've been on your mom for a, uh, a while um I so not say. my
0: mom and my brother but like the rest of my family you met yeah, for the first time yeah
1: so um you know your, your mother's um husband i thought he was a really good guy we actually had a great conversation he's a pastor um and um so um he's a pastor and we had a, we had some really good conversations here um just over like word and you know we had we had, we had some good great conversations um I was a little nervous cuz if y'all listen to the podcast, Katie is biracial, so I didn't really know <laughs> how the cooking was going to go. So, I'm like, "Okay, we going to have saying, greens yeah. or we going to have Brussels sprouts?"
0: What? Stop. <laughs>
1: I, I didn't I say, "I want to know what we going to eat." and uh i was
0: raised by my black family i don't even know my white you know you know we should we should give a shout out to
1: your mother though your mother actually stayed up to like five in the morning cooking she did she did she She did a great job too
0: and this was our first holiday because with covid it um it kind of changed the dynamic of how the holiday usually goes mm-hmm. usually we're at my aunt kathy's house and my aunt kathy and my aunt noni do all the cooking yeah use it used to be before my grandmother passed my grandmother and my aunt did all the cooking so okay. then my grandmother passed then it was my two aunts that do all the cooking and we're kind of the ones that just show up
2: mm-hmm.
0: so um this was very different because we turned into the you know we was the hostesses with the mostesses yeah. this uh thanksgiving <laughs> And so, you know, she, we were up all, well, they were up way later than I because You, you,
1: you would have been probably like 1030. But. <laughs> I went
0: to bed really early. I got up, I got up though, and I helped the next day. Yeah. But um, yeah, this was our first one where we were all doing it all ourselves. And my aunts are like very, very serious about the COVID thing, mm-hmm. um, which everyone should take it seriously, sure. but they like, they don't leave the house. Mm-hmm. They literally have been in the house since March, so they're like, "We're not doing, we're not doing Thanksgiving the way we usually do it this year." So that's why things changed, and it was all on us. So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, I, I thought, I thought it was good. It was some good cooking. Now, um, your your now bonus sister, mm-hmm. she threw down.
0: She did.
1: Yeah, she, she she she. So they're from the Carolinas, and I could tell. Yeah, because she threw down like the macaroni and cheese. Oh, that green. was my aunt's. Oh, she made that.
0: That's what I'm saying, my. Oh, she so, did a good job. Then. So what my aunts did was they gave us all the recipes, mm-hmm. and they gave us like so the mac and cheese. That's my auntie's. That's Noni's recipe. Okay. That we made. So Noni told us everything to get, uh-huh. and we just literally followed step by step with okay. like with the what Noni's recipe was. It was the, good. And that's her famous dish is her macaroni macaroni and
1: cheese. cheese? Okay. Yeah. It was good. It was yeah. really good. The food was good. I would say the time was good um i was yeah but shay did an awesome job she did she
0: like threw down for real she
1: did she did
0: awesome
1: and um and
0: so the kids were all so the way that Robert um does holidays we split them yeah yeah
1: we split them so what what i do is so whether it's like whatever holiday is we celebrate or a birthday we actually split it so we Mm -hmm. would you know, we, and we'll be fair about it. So like mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, most mostly everybody eat eat late. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, some, well, actually for the past couple of years, either she'll take them in the morning or have them overnight and I'll get them in the afternoon or vice versa. Mm-hmm. And um, it just works that way. Pick them up, get them. They come out, you know, and then if it's her weekend, like I'll drop them back off. Yeah. And so, um, but it was good. The kids, you know, they came together. Um, I would say they had a great time. Mm-hmm. Um yeah,
0: um. yeah. The kids, the kids had a really good time, and then this was the first time that my family was um, meeting the kids. So my family got to like meet all of Barbara's children, and um, my mom was a school teacher, so she also is um, a very big kid lover. So she fell in love with all of them, and um, even had some conversations with them. You know, about my mother hates the term stepmother, stepfather. She hates the term step. Yeah. And although we're technically not there yet anyway, Mm -hmm. um, the kids are having to, you know, kids love structure. So naturally they want a title on something. Like Kai loves like, well... If I bring somebody into our lives or she meets a new family member, she wants to know, well, who are they to me? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's your cousin, you know, or your auntie. And so she loves being like, auntie this or uncle that. So naturally, the kids want to place a label on us. Okay. So my mom had a conversation with all the kids, too. And um, we had mentioned the term bonus. Yeah. You know, bonus mom, bonus dad, bonus brother, brother. Brother or sister, mm-hmm. and so my mom had a conversation with the kids. You know, she she's like, "I'm Mama Bree, I'm
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, your like bonus grandma," mm-hmm. and you know, she explained to them like she thinks the term step. She always says steps are can't be you people. Step yeah, steps are things that you step on that, that they're not people. Mm-hmm. Um, so she likes to refer. Um, And she also thinks that it puts the kids in the mindset of like a divisive kind of thing where you don't feel as cohesive Mm -hmm. as a unit. And my mom is like big on just because you're not blood doesn't mean you're not family. Mm -hmm. So my mother is like really big on that. Um, So just that term step just makes it feel stark and it doesn't, it it feels very like, it feels divisive in a way. Oh, so she just explained to them that and, um, you know, hopefully made them feel welcome and more like a part of the family. And yeah, so she went out of her way just to make sure that, you know. Yeah, I, I, I would
1: have, um, I, I actually, again, never heard that term or never even really thought about it like that. But mm-hmm. I have eight siblings and we all have... Either the same mother, or same father, or different dad, different mom. But mm-hmm. I never, I never call my brothers and sisters like, oh, that's my stepbrother. Yeah. Or my stepsister. Or like, your half brother. Or half-brother. it's my brother and it's, yeah. it's my sister. And I think that does, um, I think it it actually does something when you when you put step in front of it. Oh, that's mm-hmm. my stepbrother. You know, the connection is not. It diminishes there. the
0: relationship yeah. a little bit. Yeah. In, in my personal opinion.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah. So, I would agree with that. But no drama. <laughs> yeah, it was
1: cool. It was, like I said, it was
0: So. I was
1: uh, I was waiting for it. I actually had a <laughs> I had a conversation with one of my dudes and uh he's like, I tell you this. He's like, "Yeah, man, like you pretty much like about to get married." Like and I say, I say, "Why you say that?" He was like, "I mean, you kind of like know, you know, you about 8 months in and you know, this is like and you know, like how you feel and how you talk and how y'all act toward each other mm-hmm. it, it say marriage in all over and i say yeah but i'm a little older and wiser now and he's like he's like what you mean and i was like well i still gotta you know see how her family think and operate he was like well her family shouldn't really you know in, in interfere or uh help you like derive a thought as far as if i'm yeah. gonna marry you but i'm
0: like yeah i get it
1: but you're every married to the
0: person's family, That's though. That's true. That's so. right. So right.
1: So I tell him, I said, "Hey, I got to see how this family operates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm gonna sit still. I'm gonna sit, observe, and and we had some good conversations. Yeah, some really good conversations. And um and you know amongst family. And I thought it was um I thought it was pretty legit, but definitely yeah. had to meet the family though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna stop. Because it's ain't going for me. <laughs> yeah. We've been doing all this talking, and, and yeah, we haven't it. done a shot. Let's do it. So this week is going to be on who?
1: I think it's on you. Is it on me? Yeah, I think so. If not, we can always edit it.
0: Okay, <laughs> for sure. So let's take a shot. Uh-huh. Oh, let's open our chasers. So this week... um. I am going to be doing. Ooh. <gasps> hey,
1: and also too, I'm gonna say this. I'm spilling this all over uh, the white carpet. Um, uh, to your house, so uh, uh, I'm gonna say this too. Don't um continue to listen in. don't let the shot offend you. I um want to just throw that out there. Uh, I, I know um some people may be offended by the shots. Are I they? Saw, yeah, I saw somebody had posted some some something. What they say? You we read it. It was about we we we'll talk about it. We don't need to put talk about it on here but oh okay uh but it, don't get offended so don't 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 lose the um don't how can i say it let the shot have you lose out on the content and the conversation and the lessons and yeah just the the meat and potatoes of this thing man so yeah and,
0: and well everyone's gonna have an opinion that's true so um opinions are as common as
1: as a <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. We will sometimes
1: they they a little funky. They a little funky. Okay, cool. Did All you right.
0: take a shower Oh come on. Oh my gosh. So since it in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I'll say mm-hmm. I will say this toast is to being thankful um for having you in my life. Mm-hmm. You are just a very you're just a strong presence in my life. You're supportive, you're loving, you're kind, you're accountable. You're gentle and, um, I can be a lot and, Mm -hmm. you know, he said, "Mm
2: -hmm." (sighs) so,
0: so I appreciate and am thankful for your presence in my life. I'm thankful for, um, the family that we are like, I guess, creating Mm -hmm. (laughs) or that we're blending. Yeah. And um I'm thankful for your kids. I'm thankful for my baby. I'm thankful for our families. I'm thankful that we're um that we've been able to come together and be so loving towards each other's um important people in our lives. Yeah. So I've met your family now, now you've met my family. It just feels like a little bit of completion and a new um a new level in our relationship. Yeah. So for all that, I'm thankful. Me you. Take, a a I me. You. Take a shot
1: <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm gonna get a little. No. Mm. Oh. Okay. All
0: right. So, on to the next thing. Nate um, Robinson
1: got knocked out. God, I Nate. was just say say about to
0: say he took. I was you about to say that? A little dirt nappy <laughs> nap.
1: <laughs> that boy Nate go up in there. Woo. I say he, but um, you know, the good thing is. So, is guys,
0: we are talking about the Tyson <laughs> Roy Jones fight right they know. Now, if, like, if you say Nate Robinson, like,
1: if you know Nate Robinson, <laughs> if you heard another name Nate Robinson, if you hashtag it or Google it. It's gonna be the most
0: right. Yeah. So, but for those of you who maybe didn't see that part, and just some, some people might have just watched the headliner.
1: They they saw the knockout that's true <laughs> they, they say if you see nate robinson you saw the knockout
0: no i'm saying if you just if you just tuned in for the tyson roy jones oh yeah you just probably want to see
1: it yeah for sure yeah uh uh little buddy uh took a ah man it was tough man he took
0: a spilly spill it was tough
1: i think that was a very humbling point in his life <laughs> to and, say the uh, least yeah and i think it's um um i mean it was off of funny. it was for funny game it was exhibi- uh, exhibition exhibition match mm-hmm. but um yeah he took that L he took he that L did. strong it too. was yeah. bad yeah. it was
0: really bad the first time like the, it was a couple times he got hit to the ground
2: mm-hmm.
0: it was like two or three. It was three and after the first one I'm like oh he just needs to just it like it tough stay that boy hit hard remember I was counting I'm like nine ten I thought yeah. I thought that got to ten
1: yeah he did get so, to ten he, he he got to ten just talking about the second knockout he,
0: one of them, it the looked like com- they were at 10. And the they- ref
1: was at 10. I, I peeped that, too. If you play it back, you'll see he got the 10, but he let yeah, him continue fight. But fighting. he let
0: him keep yeah, going.
1: And he, So and yeah.
0: is that, like, at the judge's discretion in boxing? Like, if you're at a 9 slash 10, or is it like?
1: No, the ref, that was the ref. The ref should have, the ref really should have stopped it. No, yeah, after the second one. Uh, yeah. but you get knocked down three times, is is it's over. But
0: oh, so that's he, the rules of boxing. Yeah, so
1: he the third the,
0: time
1: is that's one round in the same round you you you're done. Oh, so do yeah, so, not know matter that? Matter of fact, was it three? Did he get knocked down three times in the same round? Or, t- or two felt, f- first? I gotta go back and see it. It
0: felt like it. Yeah,
1: but you know, I think he was like he he must be from Cleveland. <laughs> He said that boy must be from Cleveland.
0: The white boy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it funny. I was talking to my sister earlier, and she's like, "Yeah, he's he's from Cleveland." Uh, all right. he's like, she's like, "He from Cleveland? You know where he from?" I'm like, "I don't know. He DC <laughs>
0: That's <laughs> he, like, where he from. He so it, somewhere,
1: <laughs> but uh, it's so funny that uh uh because I re- I originally didn't know he was from Cleveland. Yeah. And uh my dude I grew up with Bud, he he posts a lot of he huge in the boxing. And he posted some stuff
0: uh-huh.
1: online like look, dude, might really give Nate a problem.
0: Uh-huh. And so
1: I watched that's that's the video I showed oh, you.
0: He gave him a huge Yeah, it problem. was pretty
1: bad. It was pretty bad. But you know, uh shout out to to both of them, you know, uh Nate for going in there. I'm I'ma say this, man. Nate Robinson, not only did he make it to the NBA, but he went to the NFL combine. And he tried boxing. He has
0: quite a resume. So the fact that he could even fight on this... Um, level of competition mm-hmm. is speaks volumes in itself. And I kinda went into the I went into the fight on my Issa Rae, like I'm rooting for everybody black. Yeah. And then I <laughs> was, like, was and then I found out he was from Cleveland. <laughs> I'm like, dang. Yeah. And then he got in there with them hands and started throwing them yeah, hands the boy, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I might is, uh... have to change my position on this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no, it was uh, it was a good fight. And like I said, uh shout out shout out to him. What you think about Mike Tyson and um War Jones.
0: So here's what I was saying yesterday, too. Mm-hmm. I I did not like them parading them around mm-hmm. like they were for entertainment. Like, I just don't like, it felt very tap, dance, tap dance-ish to me. And I don't like when white people do that with our people. Okay. I don't like when, you know, you use our people and their talents and you're looking at it to make a dollar or for entertainment. You don't care nothing about us. You don't care nothing about the struggles. You don't care nothing about their families and and Mm -hmm. the, you know, their old and what you're putting their bodies through at this age. You know, and boxing is a sport that is one of the most detrimental to your like brain. Mm -hmm. One wrong move or one wrong one wrong blow to the head and you're toast. Yeah, like, but they had
1: rules. They had rules set up prior to the fight. And another thing okay. too, I would say that's something we should fully look into because yeah. I want to say and and I don't have all the facts to, it, but I know Mike Tyson wanted you know he wanted to fight. Yeah. And and um.
0: I was happy he had something to look forward to. Yeah,
1: you know, and and I think I, I get what you're saying about the it coming off like a tap dance, but yeah. it was really for them too. You know, I don't think yeah. it was for. Either one of them to get a dollar. I think it was more so it's a, a love for the for the sport. Yeah, and because they got the love for the sport, it, and they're in their fifties.
0: And I you loved I mean? the way that they conducted themselves. Mm-hmm. They were just very positive. You know, usually when you watch boxing mas- matches, it's very trash talk. It's very um, they can get real like it's competitive, grimy on yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. And um, they they just showed nothing but love towards one another. They sh- they. We're basically just saying, like, the whole fight was bigger than them. Yeah. And it was for a purpose. And they were, you know, helping people who are at home with nothing to do, Mm -hmm. twiddling their thumbs, going crazy with Cabin Fever. Mm -hmm. They're helping us, you know, be entertained. And I just loved. It almost, like, brought tears to my eyes. It's, Mm -hmm. like, giving me goosebumps even talking about it now. It just was so nice to just see them, especially Tyson, too. Yeah. Because he gets such a bad rap for all the crazy things he's done did right so um it was really nice to just see him have such a positive platform yeah and i just love to see them just shining yeah you know in a positive way that was good how they conducted themselves yeah
1: and i I also want to add that for me it kind of like when when he mentioned that he lost 100 pounds Mm. you know for this fight it was like dude like it was bigger than the the boxing it was bigger than the knock. It was bigger than just that for me at that point because I'm mm-hmm. like, this dude, 54 years old, mm-hmm. and he pushed himself to to drop 100 pounds. That's another level of dedication. This is an exhibition fight. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he he wasn't about to fight for millions. He wasn't about to fight for a reputation. He's already Iron Mike Tyson. But he like, look, I'm a and and it was convicting. I'm like, do I need to get up in the morning and run three miles? Yeah. You know. And I. It, it was
0: inspiring.
1: Yeah. And so, but I, I think it was pretty dope, and I think it speaks volumes too. You know, if you love something and it's who you are, you know, stick to it, regardless of what nobody say.
0: Definitely. I agree with you on yeah. that one. Yeah. So it was definitely um, good to watch. It was it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: you was like, <laughs> I am I was excited that you, you know, one thing I, I would love say about boxing. you, when well, you watch boxing with me, you watch some football with me. And uh, did we watch any basketball together?
0: Oh, I love watching. I love basketball. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you- I love,
0: M- like, MMA. Yeah. I love... It's like I have a love-hate relationship with it. Why? Because it's so dangerous. hmm And I just... I don't like people... Like, sports and... Th- like, these high-paid things where... It's mainly like our people. Mm-hmm. I it just like the whole tap dance show thing. It's
1: not mainly. i
0: uh, it, it That's the thing. You that, talking about it, MMA? I, no, I'm saying that's the that's the love hate relationship I have with it. Uh-huh. I don't like people, especially even white people. A lot of these people are coming from very traumatic childhoods and very traumatic like past, and I understand that this is kind of like the thing that brought them out of it. Yeah. But I hate that they are risking their. They're risking their lives in a lot of ways, like sports, like football and boxing and MMA. Even though I love watching them, it's like I mm-hmm. said, I have a love hate relationship. Okay, I just hate that they're like risking their lives for the entertainment of people. It's almost like the Roman days where like the gladiators are. Yeah, it's, it's barbaric, know, but it's barb. It's a little barbaric.
1: It is, but I, I um the part I I disagree with. Uh huh. You know, I know you you call it like tap I I play sports. Yeah. So my thought was never, oh, I'm getting ready to go tap dance or I'm getting ready to go put on a show for somebody. Mm-hmm. It was a, you know, football for me brought a, a lot. It brought a lot of, like, discipline. It brought it brought a lot of, like, competitive. It brought the competitive nature out of me, mm-hmm. you know. Um, accountability. It, it just brought a lot, you know, being able to be on a team and then facing fears, too. You mm-hmm. know, you I think it, uh, just from a football standpoint, mm-hmm. there's a lot of basketball players that were bred from this drill in football called the nutcracker. Yeah, and um, and 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 what we would do is you land on your back, you blow the whistle, you get up, you you collide. But what w- what I'm saying is to get back to the point is that sports is, it's, it's, it's you become passionate with it. You know if you have yeah. a gift, you have a talent. That's almost like LeBron. LeBron changed his entire trajectory, like his,
0: entire trajectory of, of his life. Entire, of
1: his life, his family's Based life, off his, off his kids. His yeah. kids are gonna have kids. His kids, kids are gonna have kids. Yeah. But off of off of a sport, so you can call it. I get it. You can call it's just it. It's
0: It's like the. I totally get that that you as a player on mm-hmm. the inside, you being an athlete. I get like your. Um, I get your intent and your mm-hmm. heart behind what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But like the fist up black pride person in me is yeah. like thinking about the people who are benefiting off of you. That's like you're focused on the heart behind it. And mm-hmm. I'm focused on the people who are like trying to make the money off of you. Well, yeah. It. I mean, and that's it's the just part, yeah. it just
1: is what it is. It just is it's one of those it things I get where it. I get what you saying that's what I said But I was, Ameri- America, America,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you think you think it's we're, we're built off of sports. We ain't COVID, but basketball had happened.
2: Mm-hmm. football
1: happened and the major league baseball happened mm-hmm. because we are our country is geared around sports it's just what we do kids yeah. are kids are born i was talking to somebody the other day about um if you've ever seen a movie um go tigers about mm-hmm. the, the um, kids that grew up in this town Massillon? yeah and when they're born they the kids get footballs put in their in their incubators
0: Oh, wow. Because
1: it's like, okay. Are you talking
0: about Massillon, Ohio?
1: Massillon, Ohio. Massillon Jackson, the beast. They, they, the, the team. Well, I know, because
0: <clears> <throat> I went to I went to college in Canton, so I know the pro football hall, hall of, of fame, fame is there. in Canton. Yeah.
1: So but people are like, kid, kids are born into sports.
0: I, no, I totally yeah. get it. That's why I mm-hmm. said I have like this love-hate relationship with it. It's, mm-hmm. it's like I loved watching it yesterday, but then a part of me was like, oh, I should not be watching this because they're just cap dancing them around in there but no it's i get what you're saying yeah
1: no i I I, and i understand what you're saying too.
0: yeah so like i said there's like a love hate thing i have going on but anyways
1: do you want want to go to some questions
0: yeah so let's let's go ahead and change our speaking of trajectories let's change our trajectory of this episode and we'll kind of pivot and now we'll start answering some um some questions from our listeners
1: right so this is what this is what we should do so we had some questions that were asked last week yes so one of them being concerning race yes right so i think we should address that one and then and then we can tag we can get here on these here
0: do you have the race one in front of you no
1: i remember i remember it though okay yeah it's on it's on my instagram okay so um I'm, i'm paraphrasing okay so um the question is pretty much, it's it's actually from a, a good friend of mine. He is actually, I want to say his mother is white and his father was black. Okay. And so, but he's he's Hispanic. He you know, speaks Spanish and he's talked about how his entire life he always tried to- He was adopted? No, he was, I'm sorry, I say black. I'm speaking race opposed to- Ethnicity. Had this kind of ethnicity, yeah. So- He, uh, he's Hispanic. He, he grew up.
0: Yeah, I know who you're talking about.
1: His father, I want to say is is like Cuban.
0: Cuban. Yeah. His father's Cuban.
1: So, so he's always try to find like this, he try to find a space, you know, like he, you know, he don't really fit too much with the kids that are lighter than him Mm -hmm. or I'm sorry that are white, right. Or of lighter Mm -hmm. skin. And then you have the kids that are of darker skin and trying to find, Mm -hmm that space so his question was how do we handle race in if you want to call it the household being that you're biracial Mm -hmm. and my kids are are not biracial Mm -hmm. and what do we talk about and how do we handle that Mm -hmm. so i think you know um and i think i spoke to you about this i was speaking to you about how it's weird in a sense because you are of light skin and kai is like, you could tell that you both are mixed with something. Right. So it's weird because when we're out places, I kind of feel g- okay about it. Okay. Right? So my kids are... Explain. My kids are of darker skin. It's weird. It's kind of weird way it. of thinking. Yeah. So it's like, you you look biracial and Kai looks biracial. She's not my, she's not my biological daughter. Okay. But people on the outside looking in, they would assume that that hey that
0: they assume your kids are mine too by the way
1: right right so but it's like it's it's really no you know because i've seen blended families to where nobody looks you know no 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 one when it comes to skin complexion looks alike and right and it can cause people to question like okay what's you know what's this and Mm -hmm. and i guess it's one of those things and, and and you you can speak to this too because i know you said coming up you know you had like uh issues finding like where to fit
0: oh for Mm -hmm. sure um so that was another part of his question if i can remember he was Mm -hmm. talking about how he was always like struggling to find um his place yeah and i can definitely identify with that and i'm sure that my daughter is going to have um is going to have some some struggles with trying to find out, you know, kind of where she fits in as well. I, I always felt that, like, white people knew I wasn't white and, like, never fit in with them. And for black people, I wasn't black enough, mm-hmm. quote, unquote. And, um, you know, it just felt like I was either trying to be somebody who I wasn't to try to, like, prove that i was black because really that's who i identified the most with i was raised by my black family mm-hmm. and so when i would go to school and i would be around people it's like that's who i that's who i identify the most so with.
1: i'm going a, I'm am i want to intervene a little bit and i want you to kind of because the listeners don't I, think, I don't think they know this piece is that you you started off at at hawking mm-hmm. right so I think you should talk to that because I think when you went, if you want to dive a little bit further in, going to like mm-hmm. your white friends, and mm-hmm. then when you came to hikes, how you had to.
0: It was it was a huge um, transition for me. So I went to a expensive private school in the greater Cleveland area, um, a school called Hawken, and um, it's primarily white. Mm-hmm. And I mean, upper class white people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a portion of the um, of the school population that were scholarshiped mm-hmm. um, or just like reduced tuition based students, mm-hmm. and those were minorities usually. Um, and there was a couple white people who were who fell into that category, but most were were minorities. So um, you know, I clung to the like. <laughs> 20 or 30 of us that Mm -hmm. were that were minority but um i was still finding myself even in in that kind of um school setting like i still found myself and it was uniformed so there's only you know so much that you can try to express yourself Mm -hmm. in in that way um and you know that matters a lot to a teenager who Mm -hmm. is you know and and let's just be real like when we were younger growing up, like, there was Echo, there was FUBU, there were all these, like, super African-American-oriented clothing brands that black people would wear. Right. And so that was kind of how you could express yourself and say, hey, I identify with this culture the mm-hmm. most. And so I didn't necessarily have that opportunity at Hawkin. Mm-hmm. So I would find myself trying to, like, do other things. Like, I would be trying to, like... Talk, quote unquote, you know, like blacker, or find myself using slang terms. I
1: hate. I I actually hate that. Yeah, talking black.
2: I
0: hate that that phrase too. I hate that phrase too. But but there are certain vernaculars that we have within our community that the same way white people. Have oh yeah man, give every, me the, give me the deets. Like thing. every culture sure. has. Give their me the what is it, on What happened? Vernacular?
1: No, before that, what you your example you just gave me, you was talking oh, about. Oh, dude,
0: about like give me the deets, <laughs> like the details, <laughs> the like deets? the okay, yeah, or just like the, okay, I, I just remember, I just that I just remember in school, like, <laughs> white in school, like white people would say that, <laughs> like oh, dude, let me give you the deets. But like, there's d- just different vernacular, so I would find myself, and and my family didn't talk like that. My mm-hmm. family was black and they didn't use the, the that kind of they didn't use ver, they just spoke correct English correct. period and didn't talk slang or anything like that so um I just found myself basically trying to be who I wasn't mm-hmm. and, now
1: to the quote I don't want to cut you off yeah but I want to get to it to this question I know we got like five more questions okay so so do <laughs> you think when it when it comes to our relationship yes uh, you, you've really never, I don't know, you haven't really communicated it to me, but Kai goes to, well, she spent time at, at Hawken as well.
0: Yes. My daughter went to, uh, So yeah.
1: Right. So do you, can you say that she's ever experienced any like, um, how can I say, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, discrimination or um, she was uncomfortable or she's been uncomfortable trying to figure out a way, a place to fit.
0: No, I think so so Hawkin has actually expanded recently, and so now they have um, adapted some other schools into under the branch or umbrella of Hawken. Yeah. and so the branch of Hawkin that my daughter went to it was sixty percent, sixty percent of the school's population are immigrants. Oh, so most of the school's population does not speak English as a first language. Mm. So even the white folks that she was in school with mm-hmm. are not Americanized white folks. They oh, okay. are from other countries, and she was in a school with lots of brown Keys, people. Pe- sure. You know, lots of people of color. Not a lot of black kids still,
1: but people, of um, color. but
0: people of color. Okay. And so um, the school is very big on um, just they they don't hide that you're different. They don't like to hide the fact, you know, like in in American culture, it's like we like to pretend that color like, oh, I don't see your color. Yes, you, you do. do. And, yeah. and we're different, For but sure. it's OK. Right. So that's what the school they're huge on that, mm-hmm. like from the front, not just so this is what I love about this this particular school Hawken, Mm -hmm. is they are about the whole child and it's not just about teaching your child academics it's about how to teach your child how to also be a good person in the world okay and so the particular branch of you know where she was at i was very strategic in sending her to because they didn't just teach the child how to be the the top five percent in mathematics and everything else Mm -hmm. they're also teaching you how to be the top five percent philanthropic and understanding the world and understanding that we are all different yeah and that it's okay to accept that hey you're lighter than me but you're super cool and Mm -hmm. you can speak this language and i don't know how to speak that language so so anyways um she didn't necessarily experience that because you know i did send her to a place where like they acknowledge difference and Mm -hmm. like global differences are celebrated yeah and not a taboo subject
1: so this, this is a good question for us because me on the other hand my you know my kids mm-hmm. attend a predominantly white right predominantly white so like <clears throat> predominantly white school mm-hmm. and so my kids my oldest is nine youngest is the middle is six and then the, the baby girl she's three my oldest experienced racism at in kindergarten
0: wow he, i remember kinder- you telling right
1: in kindergarten and then he experienced it again in first grade <clears throat> mm-hmm. so i think that we're eventually the conversation you know because as, as we're blending this um i i'm I, I think eventually i'm gonna send my kids to a school that is has a little bit more diversity mm-hmm. i'm thankful because you know i went to john carroll for with jcu for two two years right and coming from hikes it's like okay, I'm in a school that's extremely diverse
0: mm-hmm.
1: to a campus to where it was 3%, like 10% minority,
2: mm-hmm.
1: You're like 2 two to 3% African-American. And so I I was used to being the only one in my class, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Or um, the only one in group projects, mm-hmm. the only one, you know what I mean? A small amount of us was on the football team, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so and the reason I make that statement is because I feel like it was purposeful because I could, I've had those conversations with my kids. Yeah. I know how, son, I know how it feel to be the only one. Yeah. Or the minority, mm-hmm. you know, and the running he had, you know, it was some kids that like jumped on him and he, 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 he he's not like soft mm-hmm. in any way, shape or form, but he had some kids jump on him yeah. when he was younger and he was, there was three of them. And they called it horse playing. Yeah. So I, I got on the phone with him and I said, hey, man, you know you know what happened? And he's mm-hmm. like, the kids were chasing me. And then one of them was like, get on the ground. And he's like, get on the ground. He's like, man, watch out. And you know, they, they chasing him. And then one trips him and they like jump on him. Mm-hmm. And so I said, okay. So I just asked him, how did it make you feel? Yeah. Right. And he said he was scared. So then that's when I knew okay daddy got to go too, and
0: have a bigger conversation about bigger conversation
1: now it wasn't no horse playing going on Mm -hmm. and so i went up to the school had a conversation with
0: and we know why people love to play down well
1: some (laughs) right it's not not all some all right right? yeah no you're right i won't say that right so some so um in this particular case i'm like this absolutely cannot because i've moved out here so this my kids wouldn't have to experience this and I moved out here so I won't have to te- so that I would not had, you know, to teach them certain things. And I do I don't really want to go there. You yeah, know? well so you were let's protecting make sure them.
0: That- you were protecting them from one evil to deal with another kind of. For sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So next question. Um
0: So You wanna okay. hit this one here? Yeah. So um so that's that on gender and race. We definitely deal with it. Mm-hmm. Just to close that question out. Yeah. Um And it's almost an entire episode in itself, to be honest. We could probably go on and on about that because our experiences are very different. You are a black man in America. And even though I'm obviously black, like because of colorism, Mm -hmm. like I know and I'm not shy to the fact that my experience is nothing like yours is nothing like my my mother who is a dark-skinned you know yeah. black woman I know that my experiences is nothing like yours or hers so it's something that um I was gonna
1: say babe, it, that's
0: going to evolve
1: I know you feel this way but you you're you're not the obvious I'm the obvious
0: you're the obvious yeah, I'm the obvious so. and I'm not shy to that and yeah. I think we've we've had that conversation before and I'm a little bit more protective and I'm probably um I'm just on watch for it. Like, Mm -hmm. if anybody and I've always been like that even with my mom, like, you know, I'm on I'm on guard and I'm watching out for it. And if any if any situation were to ever come up, Mm -hmm. I'm not somebody who's gonna be like a fly on the wall. Like I'm gonna speak my mind and be like, this is not okay. Mm -hmm. So I do understand that our experiences are very, very different. And my experience, I, I could never like completely understand what it feels like. I can only begin to empathize or try to empathize with what your experience is as a black man in America. So um, let's see. So our next question, as someone who knows slash knows of y'all in real life, um, this person knows me a little bit better than they know Robert. Where did you see yourself at this point when y'all were in high school? Was it easy blending your families together? So um, did I see myself at this point in high school? Definitely not. I never, Mm -hmm. I thought I had my life mapped out. Mm -hmm. Like children after marriage never saw myself (laughs) being divorced. Mm -hmm. Never saw myself here. Um, It is still a blessing where I'm at now and i wouldn't necessarily change anything that happened in my life but definitely um didn't see myself here i don't know if you're more so asking because this person knows that we went to high school together okay. i don't know if they're also asking like did we see ourselves together and i think yeah like, i think answer people, people no. really
1: yeah people really think like when they hear like i was talking to somebody the other day and i'm like yeah we've been knowing each other since middle school i didn't know we knew each other since middle school until katie told me that we knew each other since middle school. She's like, "Yeah, you don't Not remember." Not really.
0: You know that we went to middle school together. <laughs> so
1: she um Katie and I had like this little stint uh in high school. It was like a month <laughs> of of talking and then uh it got a little uncomfortable and uh <laughs> we'll leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> so the funny thing was we never like dated. I never looked at Katie like, "Oh, I want to be with Katie and I'm sure you probably Well, actually, know your mother? Uh, my mom yeah, said I mother, had a huge
0: crush on you. Yeah, your mother school. told me. I said, "Oh,
1: said did she?" She said, "Yeah." She Two had people a,
0: told me I had a huge crush on you. Who, oh,
1: somebody DM'd you or something. Of, you tell f-
0: good, one of my best friends in mm-hmm. middle school, um, DM'd me and was like, "That's crazy, you and Rivera together." Do you remember? Like, you had a huge crush on him in middle right. school, and I'm <laughs> like, I don't remember that. But <laughs> if now you and my mom are saying it, so it's got to be it true. It makes sense.
1: No, but so mm-hmm. most people think that we were together. In middle school, like, when we tell the story. When I tell the story, people oh. are like, oh, wow, that's that's crazy. You guys, like, came back, like, full circle. And I'm like, no, nah, I really didn't. No. It really wasn't that. Like, you know, we went to. But I was, actually, I was telling the story to someone, somebody yesterday at the gym. And I'm like, yeah, we knew each other in middle school and we high school together. And it's funny because I went, I started off at this one university. I got injured and I transferred to this university. Mm-hmm. And we ended up being at the same university. And then <laughs> she was married. I was married. You Know you, she went through her divorce, and then I went through a divorce, and then she popped up in my DM about eight months ago. And so, uh, you're supposed to laugh at that, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, 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 uh, you
0: always say it like I popped up like, in your DM in like that. that way, she just was like, what and you I doing? didn't.
1: Were you working out right here, <laughs> <laughs> are those abs real? No, Goodbye, <laughs> that was not <laughs> at all, but, um. But, yeah, so most people think that we were together and then we came.
0: And we came back. Yeah. We were definitely dating. Well, not dating. We were talking, whatever. Talking and dating are, like, da- interchangeable. Yeah. Or That's kind like of like that
1: That we chopping it and then the, give me the deets the type <laughs>
0: thing. So <it> like, <laughs> like, there's.
1: Yeah, it's two different. It's two different yeah. things.
0: We were talking. Mm-hmm. In high school,
1: yeah, we talked. We talked on the phone. We actually lived on the same street.
0: We lived on the same street. Yeah. You used to walk me home from so track. Crazy.
1: I really don't.
0: How don't you remember that? We used to walk home and like talk. That's how it all like. Happen. That's how we started talking. Okay, all right. Yeah.
1: Well. We here now, so. Anyways,
0: <laughs> so Robert had a little bit too many hits in the head from his football days, <laughs> very clearly, because. <laughs> no,
2: I
1: be actually, we were talking about that the other day, but who knows, but yeah. I That's really, my theory. It's all good. <laughs>
0: Knocked upside the head too many times.
1: But no, we to answer the question, I didn't see this coming in. in
0: Neither thing. one of us saw right. it coming.
1: Right. We got some questions right here, too. I,
0: yeah, there's some more on here. How is it? Yep. <clears throat> um, so the question was, how often do you do therapy? Mm-hmm. So um, Rivera and I do therapy twice a week.
1: We do it once a week. No, we started off twice a week.
0: We've been doing once a week more so because our therapist schedule and our schedule just... Ha- what
1: was it because I thought it was, she said, I thought she gave us some good feedback on...
0: Well, she told us it was, it basically started off as a scheduling thing. And it was like, well, you guys are doing better. So since this doesn't... Because of the holidays okay. and how things were going, she was like, "So, because you guys are doing so good, yeah, we can go down to like once a week." But initially, when we started our therapy, we were doing two, two to three. We were I doing, feel like
1: it was two to three times.
0: Yeah, well, it was twice a week.
1: Was it? Insurance, but
0: we probably, <laughs> probably would have done more than twice uh. a week if we could have. But we do we do therapy usually. We try to get in two sessions a week. And they um, they're supposed to be sixty minute sessions, but oftentimes they go over into ninety to one hundred twenty minutes. You
1: snitching? Sessions. I hope you ain't snitching. So <laughs> our therapist is cool. She uh, we can't even say where it's from now because she you just snitched. like oh you
0: just go over to sixty minutes. No, I get charged for it.
1: Oh, good. Okay, well, cool then. So our therapist yeah, is. Yeah, uh, you can see
0: it on my insurance bill. It. Oh, it does. You get charged oh, okay. for the extra for time. Sure. So it she's, ain't free. Uh, Yeah. So
1: we do go over. We go like. Uh, hour and a half two hours sometimes yeah and
0: yeah.
1: um but they'd be really good sessions i i again recommend therapy for everyone we were actually we t- we went for a really long walk today um for
0: like two hours longer than that yeah
1: it was uh the the way back was short though it was but it seemed like when we went out we were we, we thought were we walking. were about 45 minutes to t- to three hours out yeah on the walk back but no we um i was talking to katie i told her like hey like I can't wait to get back into the um, individual, yeah, you know, therapy. And that's going to be starting up here really soon. So uh, I think it's important, you know, couples yeah. and individual, individual therapy.
0: Yeah, so we've been starting to dive into a little bit more into therapy, just about, like, childhood trauma and just how it affects the way that you, like, live your life. So we'll probably be going back into... Um, we'll probably be going back into two times a week once we start getting into like deeper deeper stuff so do do i think my daughter has a good balance as far as culture right um i think that she definitely needs more balance as far as culture is concerned i don't feel like she has enough um like besides like my family mm-hmm. um as far as like black influence I definitely think my daughter um, could use more influence in the black culture. And that's going to be like kind of my responsibility to make sure that she is like educated and knowledgeable on um, where she comes from Mm -hmm. and, you know, really the majority of who she is. Yeah. So um, that's going to that education is probably going to end up falling upon me. Same like with you. For sure. Bears kids are in a predominantly white school and we just know white schools teach
1: yeah and I'm cu- you, if you can't if you can't hear I'm a little bit more cultured. when uh, can, she's just very you you're um, I would say this that you it's kind of weird um, how can I say this um, I think I admire that you went to a private school. Mm-hmm. But you're still you, and I think that what 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 allowed you to be you is not really because you 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 spoke about this. Your mother, she's there's no slang, there's no.
0: My family was extremely educated. Like I right. don't think anyone in my family has less than a master's degree. So
1: I'm gonna say this. So I think that your culture and came from your neighborhood. Yeah. You know so. You know, you you say like it's gonna come from you, and it, it is, but also too it's gonna come from the neighborhood. So like my uncle, so his kids his kids go to go to Hawkin, but they live in a city to where it's it's kids that look like so it
0: looks kids that look like that him. look
1: like him in, yeah. in our culture. So just like you, you, you know, you she goes to Hawking or attended Hawking, but the neighbors are look,
0: look like her, look like or, her, and they're,
1: and they're cultured. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? And then so like for me, my my kids. His dad, his cousins, you know what I mean. Mom, it's, it's he they they can still experience culture, right? At home, and uh, but I think it it normally comes from the neighborhood because if you can imagine being back as a kid, you were in this, you were at Hawking, you were at a private school, but when you come when you come home, they in the street playing kickball, any bounce, get in the house by the time the street lights come on, mm-hmm. you know, certain meals eating, certain conversations are had, you know your culture by your neighborhood. Right. I would say so. Yeah, that's
0: it. Okay. So, on the topic uh, I'm doing a lot of talking this you evening. Are, you are. I'm not mad at you though. I want you to you talk. Cuz you had a little
1: bit more tequila than me. I'm cool with that.
0: What about um, you talk about gender roles. What are your thoughts on gender roles?
1: i like to hear your thoughts on gender.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> I'm playing. Um I think gender roles um how we know, you know, you know, men do a certain thing and then women do a certain thing. So whether it's like the man is the breadwinner, uh, he is responsible for the fixing up of the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the woman is <clears throat> the, 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 what is it? The mom, the, the,
0: the homemaker, the
1: homemaker. I think, uh, that if you're going to be with somebody and you, and this is actually was another part of the question I was talking about, um. Uh, he said, uh, being yourself in a relationship still. So you're with someone that, you know, um, likes to work, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, like to make money or just do things. Like, prime example, so so Katie, when we first got together, I had bought this table. She's like, can I put the table together? And I'm like, yeah, you can put the table together. And she's like, really? No, no I told her, no. I said, no, I'm, I'm going to put the table together. She's like, please. Like, I love it. And he was like, it's therapeutic to me. Now, me, I could have been like, uh, I, I use the term insecure. I could have been insecure about it. Like, I don't really want you to put this table together because I'm a man and men put tables together. The only reason I really let you put it together or allowed you, uh, allowed you. you allowed not Whatever.
0: Not allowed me.
1: That's, yeah, tequila. So allowed you to <laughs> say, you know, because you said that it was therapeutic to you and you like to do it. And as our relationship has grown, you are, you are handy. So you like to do handy things, you know? So I'm like, okay, cool. She like do handy stuff. Now that's not going to take away from, you know, me as a man. Like, oh, man, she doing handy stuff. And then I'm less of a man. No, you like to do it. I'm going to let you do it. I think that if I would have shut you down, like, no, I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I'll come over here and cut Katie's grass. Um, when it's summertime. Mm -hmm. right? She's like, can you come help me cut the grass? Well, yeah, I'll come cut the grass. But you also like to cut the grass. Yes. So there's been times where I'm like, hey, I might just pull up and, you know, I'll work on the yarn. She's like, well, I wanted to do, can I do the back? Or can I do the front, you do the back? I'm like, yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not going to like, Strong arm you to be like, no, this is a man's role. A man cut the grass. A man do the yard work. No, you want to get your butt out there and and, sh- and rake and <laughs> and shovel and cut grass. And by all means, you know, I think that um when you get caught up in like the gender roles, now I'm not telling you as a man don't be masculine, mm-hmm. but from a gender role standpoint, if you like to do something, I'm gonna let you do that, you know? right. I, and and if I like to do something, like so for me, I, I'm. saying Katie, take this wrong. I'm not gonna say I like to cook, but
0: i like that you like to cook yeah but
1: but it's so funny you know after <laughs> it's you know like
0: a lifesaver <laughs> but
1: but see but see the funny thing is is that with the cooking i didn't really learn to cook until like two years ago
0: but the fact is is that you that you like it yeah it's actually what attracted me to you yeah it's I a see. part I bagged of the her, attraction i
1: bagged her with that uh that um what was that it, flick chicken and rice? wrist
0: <laughs> that <laughs> flick of the wrist is what bagged me <laughs>
1: no so that
0: chicken and rice was banging right
1: so the chicken and rice, like i've learned to like make i'm not, you know i'm gonna take that back i do actually like to cook i like to serve people so like so yo, katie's mom came to uh my house when she first came in the town, mm-hmm. and she came over and i said hey i want to invite you all to dinner so i went and got all these ingredients i got a, some chicken not chicken but i got some salmon i got some shrimp Alfredo. I made some salmon and shrimp Alfredo.
0: Yeah, and it then was I, really good. Right,
1: but it was to serve in peace. And I'm the type of guy, and her mother's like, no, sit down. I would cook breakfast or cook a dinner, and I wouldn't even eat. Like, I just, okay, y'all eat, because I'm busy cleaning my kitchen up to make sure I when I go to bed, I'm, I'm good. But the cooking, the cleaning, people can say, oh, those that's a woman's job. You know, but it's...
0: It's really not. It's just like a, it's a life skill. And that's the, that's the part of... Um, Gender roles that I hate is that a lot of these things that people try to define as a gender role is not necessarily a gender role more than it is just a life skill Like if you didn't have a woman like I hope that your house would be clean and that your belly would be full Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? so um, I do like that. We don't necessarily Succumb to the traditional gender roles because to be quite honest um I like I remodeled my bathroom pretty much by myself and Robert was like are you hungry like do you, like do you need some like and he helped me you did help me a little I bit
1: I said you just took see of said you took a shot no, we, we, no we painted we painted together see she be no you trash. did yeah, you we, did
0: You you oh. you painted and you taped you helped me with the masking. But you you even said when I finished, 90% of the bathroom I did by myself. You did. I even, I took the toilet apart. I took the plumbing apart. I put the plumbing back together. All of that stuff I did on my own. You did. And, and I don't mean this to diminish your masculinity in any way. All I'm saying is that the way that, You know, and I think that also in American society, diminishing a man's masculinity is stronger than diminishing a a woman's femininity. So the same way like men can be hoes and -hmm. it's okay and then women being hoes is derogatory. I think it's the opposite way when it comes to femininity and masculinity. So like diminishing quote unquote mine or or making me seem like these tasks are like like i like to do tasks that are less feminine i think it's it's less harsh than me saying that of you liking to do things that are not so, typically falling into under a man's role so with
1: katie and this is one thing you the, i think uh be dope for the viewers to know is when Katie was a little girl, her your grandfather was a carpenter, right? So yes. He so her grandfather was a carpenter, and he taught her how to do things. Yes. Like take apart a toilet or paint a bathroom or uh, grout a floor or lay a floor, right? These mm-hmm. are things that she learned. So me, it, it, it's, it's different, but you, this is what you learn. So what I'm saying is, as a man, I'm not going to take away something or attempt to take away something be prideful because – you like to do it and it may make me feel less it don't make me feel less masculine. And like, that's okay, awesome. cool. If you if you wanna do the flow, like for me, I'm like, okay, she laying this floor. Or how you grout it. So she showed me, Oh, this is how we grout? I'm like, okay, cool. I could like hey, hey, this ain't how you do it. I could have been on some trash, but I'm like, okay, this is which and she told oh you messed up, right? Okay, cool. She, we we messed up. <laughs> we messed up actually a couple of things. But oh
0: yeah, but, but it, it but, turned out really good. It turned
1: out. So but um I was willing to say, okay, well, let me learn. You know, let me mm-hmm. learn, and um, and I think that's
0: I and I think that's what's really cool about our relationship is that, um, I think sometimes you can get offended in these conversations mm-hmm. because I don't know if you feel like I'm trying to diminish your masculinity anyway. Like, there's no doubt you are very masculine, mm-hmm. and I think the sexiest thing to me mm-hmm. is you be cooking in the kitchen making some Mm -hmm. good food and like you're not afraid to just like do what you're good at Mm -hmm. and i love that i can be myself and i can be and do what i'm good at Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have this like looming uncomfortability over us Mm -hmm. like i can be putting when i was putting together the dinner table You were cooking and Mm -hmm. we were fine. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't it wasn't like a point of contention or it wasn't anything uncomfortable. It was like we were both living in our truth and we were fine with it. And Mm -hmm. that's a part of us that I love. I like the weight of my heart. I may be skinny and it doesn't look like I can eat,
2: mm-hmm. but
0: I can eat.
1: She can and, eat a whole horse.
0: Oh my goodness. So I love that you can cook. And there's a I, little
1: furry thing that'd be on the top right yeah. here, the little thing that <laughs> they swish over this. So, um, I hate but no, cook. I get it. I mean, with, with, when you sense cause sometimes how you communicate it, how you convey the message is yeah. like you, you, um, I, 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 sometimes I feel like our, our therapists tell us a lot. Like use you guys it. should use feel statements. Yeah. I'm like nah, (laughs) (laughs) but it's like you know uh, when when we had these conversations, how you communicated. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it it feels like oh okay, you trying to like out me, but I think that's more of a pride thing. Okay, cool, bro, swallow your pride. She just talking, and And it's not
0: me trying to out you. It's me me like I'm actually expressing Mm -hmm. my gratitude and my like love for the fact that you are okay doing other things that aren't considered masculine because I don't need you to do those things because I actually find joy In doing out of that. doing now, them and I don't this. find joy. I, I hate domestic duty. So like I hate them.
1: Right. So I think that, uh, do you
0: really hate domestic? I hate, you know that.
1: Hey, yo, we're going to get off this live real quick. Hold on. We got to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> so, um,
0: uh, and I'll you, do them cause it's a life skill.
1: You know what? I'm going to tell you this. So for me, my dad, he will, he, he would come and go. He would come and go. We talked mm-hmm. about this. We are gonna dive more into this when we present. But when I used to see it, all, it kind of really all made sense to me. Like when I first went through the initial divorce, because I'm like, this dude. I remember my dad when he be around. He'd get up and cook breakfast before everybody woke up. Mm-hmm. He'd cook breakfast, and then when he'd cook, like his his mother showed him how to like cook and yeah. all that stuff, and he had to raise his brothers and sisters, my aunts and uncles. Yeah. And so, and he was a marine, mm-hmm. he was a cop, so he would get up, cook, and then he would clean, and then it was like that thing to where. No dishes in this thing my mother on the other hand wasn't the cooker wasn't the cleaner mm-hmm. and so for me I love that so you you was so Katie get on me because I always I'm always sweeping like it's just like I got a broom and she like you need to just vacuum I never seen this is probably the white side I seen her vacuum a kitchen floor and I was like <laughs> what are you doing it was like a hardwood floor she's vacuuming I say no you need to get a broom it has a bare floor to switch. sweep that And so uh, but for me, I I watch my my pops do that. And and for and I like to work out, you know, Uh it was it was like it was that. So I picked that up, you know, uh, coming up and you picked up what you picked up coming up. And I will probably get and I have actually I have. I actually got offended with Katie one time when I was cooking some uh, blueberry pancakes. You remember that? I was cooking blueberry mm. pancakes. She was like, No, you could just put it in I'm like, No, that's not how you cook blueberry pancakes. Yeah. Do you remember that?
0: I do remember that. Yeah, and so And then you did it my way.
1: Indeed. And then I said, you know, that actually worked. I actually, you know, it's more than one way to skin a cat, but you know, um, I think it's a double dynamic. I think gender roles should be um
0: I don't think yeah. that there should be gender roles. I think that You should do what you like. I think to do. you should do what you like to do and you should live in your truth and you know that just be that and what works for you as a couple doesn't always fall into what society traditionally views that your role should be facts do you think there needs to be a healthy duality in each person to balance the gender roles placed on you by society versus the ones you both desire to establish as it fits your relationship um being secure yeah. Yeah, just being secure. I was about gonna say you, that's
1: who you, who you are in. yeah. And not um caring about what other people think about it, like, oh man, you supposed to be doing this and she's supposed to be doing that and you know, um you 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 create your own you know, what you got going on with your yeah, significant other.
0: So yes you touched on it. Yeah. So society is always going to place their view of what your relationship should be, and then you've gotta be strong enough. And your masculinity and your femininity, you've got to be secure enough in yourself and your relationship to be able to live in your truth. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. So any more questions? It is nine Oh eight. Um, y'all about to go to Nate Roberts. I mean, sleep.
0: <laughs> y'all about to go to Nate. <laughs> that was actually a pretty boy, good Nate one.
1: Was like, Hold on. That boy, Nate, They're like, Nate, what happened? He's like, I was taking the trash out <laughs> and, uh, it hit me. What hit your name? It, it was a, uh,
0: what's some things? Called? Okay. <laughs> that was a good joke. You're messing it up now. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening in for another episode of blendish. We love you guys. Um, please like, share, subscribe. Um, we can be listened to on all major platforms, Apple podcasts, Google podcast Spotify, Breaker, Anchor, Stitcher, right? Um, wherever you listen, also follow us on Instagram at Blendish the Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can follow me on Facebook at Katie Gregory Taylor. You can follow Robert on Facebook at Robert Sparks. And, um, we love you guys. Please, the best thing you can do for us is rate, review, and subscribe.
1: Yes, yeah, and, and support us, man. If I hear one more person tell me, Yeah, man, I've been checking you out. And I ain't never seen you like it or share it. Just share it and like it, man. If you think it's good content, if you're enjoying it, it's somebody else out there that's going to really enjoy and benefit from it. So share it, you know, press the like button and subscribe. And um, and yeah, man, we really appreciate it for sure.
0: Yeah, so we love you guys. Thank you for tuning in and stay, stay blendish. blend-ish.